Welcome back, everybody. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. It's the best 15 minutes of the week, although this week it might be the most somber 15 minutes of the week. <laughs> Joining us now is former UVM basketball coach, the life for the Hall of Famer, Tom Brennan. TB, I'd ask how you were, but I imagine sad like the rest of us. Absolutely. And, and you know, this, this is the thing. I never want to punch down. That is never, ever my intent. But... There really, is, there is a truism that unless this has happened to you, you can't really understand it. You were a varsity uh, college baseball player, yes. so your season ended whenever it ended. It, unless you went to the World Series, it wasn't where you wanted it to end, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that's the one, the hard thing about competing. Um, to me, the hardest thing is the finality. When it's done, you know, it's like, man, like, okay, we're down two with a minute to go. Uh, okay. See you in September. You know, yeah. I mean, it was like, boom, just like that. And uh, so that, that, that has always been the hard part for me. Now there were many years, I gotta be honest, when it, it couldn't get there fast enough, you know, those three and 24 years, obviously, mm-hmm. but, but there was a tremendous recharge at that point. You know, you just thought, okay, as soon as that, as soon as that 24th loss comes into view here, we're starting <laughs> over. We're starting over now. You know what I mean? And But for the last 20 years here, uh, that wasn't the view that we got most of the time. You know, we were either in the finals or won the finals. or So it's been – we've been so spoiled and so blessed for all the good things that we've had happen to us here uh, that to get knocked out in the semifinals, it almost takes your breath away a little bit. It is the fear that I had all along that we spoke about last week. Hartford came in having already played a game and won a game, and UVM sat around for almost two you called weeks. Called it. You were and, you were ahead of the curve on that one, my boy. And uh, uh, and uh, you know I don't want to be a baby. I'm not going to be a baby, but <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't believe they win if we have people in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, that I was, agree. That was a big thing, but that doesn't matter. Uh, the the fact was we knew what we had to do. Uh, sadly, we didn't get it done, and. Uh, now it's on to next year, on to Cincinnati. And what do uh, what do you think about guys coming back? What's your you got any feel on that? You know what I I feel like Ben Shungu might come back. Um, you know I heard you know that he's you know he's been there for five years, so he's uh-huh. still doing school. So he's got to be getting close to a master's degree or something. So he might be on campus still. So if he's going to be on campus and he's got the ability to play, then I would imagine that. He's got a good chance of coming back and playing. Steph Smith, I would say, probably pursues a pro opportunity somewhere would be my guess, unless he thinks that coming back allows him a better look at the NBA as opposed to overseas. But my gut is that that Benny has a, a chance to be back and Steph a little less. Yeah, okay. Plus, uh, plus Benny is uh, – why would Benny leave? Unless he got picked second by the, by Sacramento, he should never leave Burlington. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- the game was frustrating on a lot of levels because it actually didn't play out the way I thought. I thought if Hartford was going to win, they were going to get up big early and UVM was going to be rusty and nervous and it was going to be 14-4 to and then all of a sudden yeah. Hartford would just kind of coast. UVM was a team that was up – big early they're up eight to two and then they just allowed Hartford to come back in the game that surprised me yeah well and you know with their guard I mean it's I've always found you know just just give me one quick look at the stat sheet the stat sheet and, and I can give you some answers 
And obviously their guards won 17 for 23 or 17 for 24s. Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, but you, you let that happen. And I'm not saying you let it happen, but if that happens, uh, you're in trouble. They shot 62% for the game. Who uh, You can't lose. You shoot 62%. Really? You know that. I, I know. And as, as bad as Becker thought the defense was after, obviously there was a degree of difficulty on some tough shots being made there by Hartford. You have to tip your hat to TB. The thing that frustrates me is twofold. And it's the same things that have frustrated me all year. I, I don't know if it's an inability or an unwillingness to get to the line. They only shot nine free throws. And this is a team that should have been able to impose their will this season. And they were seventh in the league in free throws attempted per game. That just wasn't this team. And I feel like it could have and should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, and again, the, the idea that, um, you know, they got a lot of open looks, um, and that precluded, I guess, them going to the basket as much as they should have. Uh, I, I will say, I, I thought they were a wonderful passing team, Braid, and that uh, that led to not only wide open jumpers, but it also led to a, a lot of layups more. Yeah. You know, they really, but I, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, man. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have that guy who was just going to get you on the wing and and bully ball you and you know and take it at you and you either you either foul him or he gets a layup you know we just we just didn't have that we went uh, you know what I, I thought about this team they went to the basket slowly like mm. Benny Benny yeah Benny got there a lot but he was never in a hurry you know what I mean yeah. and uh and and as I said too I never saw uh the last couple years I, I just think this is the game my boy the last couple years I have never seen more guys get their head to the rim to the rim but it was the back of their head. It wasn't the front of their huh. head because they were looking either throw it in the corner or foul line extended or back to the top mm. for that magical three-pointer, you know? And I have never seen a group of people turn down. I'm not just talking about us. I'm talking about basketball in general where guys would get right to layup area and just wing it around to the other corner or whatever mm. it might be. So that is, the, that is the new trend. And, of course, if you're always passing it out, you're not going to the, you're not going to the line then either. Tom Brennan, former Catamount Hoops coach with us on the Brady Farkas show on WDEV. The other thing that that frustrates me is that, look, the big three scored, right? Benny had 17, Steph had 11, and Ryan Davis had 16. If you got those players with those combinations of numbers, you'd feel pretty good about it. But beyond that, there wasn't a lot of depth scoring with this team. You know, Isaiah Powell doesn't score a lot. They didn't get much from the bench. They only had seven bench points. And I understand you don't need 37 points from your bench to win a game, but consistently all year, this team didn't get enough contributions from the bench. I guess you could certainly say that. And I, I thought that one of their greatest strengths was going to be their bench. I, I thought without a doubt, you know, they would wear people down and they would just, uh, by the, by the second day of the, the second half of the second day, you know, because we were going 10 and, and 9 and 10 and 11 deep, uh, that that would, uh, you know, we'd put our, impose our will on people. Uh, but that just didn't happen. And, uh, and, and you know, the schedule was kind of screwed up. And, you know, the practices, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I am, again, somebody won. So we'll give them credit. That's all, yep. the, that's all there is to it. But uh, if there was ever a year, Braid, where you're just going to say, you know what, excuse me, I got to go out and put this in the dumpster here. And yeah. uh, we'll be back next year. This is the one. Has John Becker accomplished all there is to do here? I'm not saying he should leave, and I'm not saying I want him to leave. I'm just curious. Has he kind of peaked here? Uh, well, no. You know, and you know why I say no? Uh, because eventually, 
at some point we got a new building coming yeah and that is going and now you have this is who we are this is what we've done for the last 20 years uh and um i don't think there's been a time in the whole history of that 20 years where we weren't at least in the semifinals. you know i'm pretty sure of that but anyway uh you know now we're at a point where we're getting a brand new building uh, that'll up recruiting a little bit if he stays if he stays then he's that guy because he puts those you know 250 wins and 20 losses in somebody's living room and uh and it's got to play pretty well there's no doubt about it he he's a nice man he's a charming guy and he you know he can do you know he can continue to do here what he's done and um uh now it's just a question and again i don't know i i, I don't know about you but I'm not thinking these are. This is a, a a particularly great time for him to leave. I mean, if he wants to, you know, that's fine. I, the, I think the biggest thing, Braid, is you're never gonna you're never gonna play for a national championship here. I don't care. I don't care what happens. And if that's your goal, then then that's not gonna happen here. Uh, you know, and you talk about Loyola. Yeah, yeah, Loyola uh, with the magic sister and yeah. uh, <laughs> right and three wins by a point to get to the final four. Three. You know, so, uh, you know, that was a miracle. It was a total miracle. Uh, now they're, you know, so, and they're really good again, but they're, they're not going to the final four. And uh, so what, what are our goals? What are his goals more importantly? And now you have to ask yourself, Brad, where are we after this mess clears up? If it clears up, when it clears up. TB, he's 52 years old. That is certainly not old, but at what point would you say, you know, at what point would you say, okay, I'm going to become a lifer? Like, like, can you move on at 58? Like, I, or, you know, when I said it, when our radio show started beating Imus and Stern. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I certainly don't want to speak for him. I can't speak for him. I love the guy. I think he's been a wonderful, wonderful coach for us. We could not have asked for much more. And, uh, but, and to me, it's just a, it's just a two horse race, right? I don't know how you feel about it, but uh, do you want to, pursue that dream of trying to win a national championship and and get generational wealth on top of it or do you want to stay here and make really nice money have a great lifestyle and be a, a candidate for uh the championship every year i think that's just a, a, a that's a and it's that's kind of how guys are wired you know you've played for many different coaches yeah guys are just wired you don't know how they're everybody's wired a little differently but in my my in my heart of hearts i would say I think John Becker, uh, with what he's done here and the record that he's accomplished, he should certainly uh, have his eyes on saying, why not? Why couldn't I go to BC and challenge? Why couldn't I go to Penn State? Why couldn't I go to uh, wherever it might be? And, and, you know, if it's a chance that legitimately has a shot. And you say, and we talked about this last week, I harp on it way too much. I know I do. But you say, okay, uh, all right, do you really want to take a chance on that? Well, at 2.5 a year, yeah. How much you know how much a chance you're taking? That's how I look at it. <laughs> so TB, anyway. Tom Brennan with us here on the Brady Farkas show. TB, you retired young, man. Why why did you retire so young? <laughs> I was scared. I knew it was catching up with me. <laughs> oh you know what man. Happened, Brady, honest to goodness. I I I've I've said this a lot of times. I never thought for a minute that I couldn't coach. I never, I never thought that for a minute, but I never thought, I never thought I was Dean Smith either. But, uh, but the idea that 
uh, I kind of knew, and I had this very special group, you know, and, and then we were lights out on the radio. I don't think you were here then yet, but no. I mean, Corman, the coach was lights out, man. It was, it was a big deal. I mean, it was a really big deal. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, now you got this thing wired and I don't know how, and, and I waited, I told you this, I waited for somebody to come up to me and say, yo, my boy, Pick one. <laughs> either mm. either you're going to be the coach or you're going to be the morning drive time guy. You got to pick one, and um, and they never did it. They never did it. So I never I never broached the subject myself. And then it got to a certain point where I kind of knew that there was a, an opportunity uh, that I, that I could do something more. And I always felt that way. I, I always thought I was an entertainer that found coaching. That's what I thought. I huh. never thought. <laughs> I never thought I was a coach that got his own radio show. Never. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, so I, I, I loved it. I loved my lot in life. I loved what I was doing. So I didn't want to go anywhere else because I knew there was never going to be a radio show like that anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I just, uh, so we're really different cats. He and I very, very, very different. And, and our makeups and in what our, uh, our backgrounds and what we, how it all happened for us, all those things. So, uh, yeah. And I, like I said, I, I, I do, I, I'm very close with the guy. I wish him nothing but the best. I wish he stayed here for 20 years. And, um, but if he's going to leave, I don't want him to get the most wins before he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> TB last question, Anthony lamb called up to the Houston Rockets. What would it mean if, if, and when he gets into a game with the NBA? Oh my God. We were, we were dancing in the, in the aisles last night when I heard that. Oh my goodness. I've, cause someone saw, told me that, uh, Marcus had, uh, I know, I do know this for a fact that Marcus took his picture with the Clippers, uh, but then they cut him the next day. I don't and think he, he got in the game. He got on the bench with the Rockets also, but did not get into the game. Okay, so, that's what I'm so we have never had a, an NBA guy in a game, right? Correct. All right. And I think Anthony will, will, uh, will, will, uh, and you know what? Um, I, I texted him and I said, I said, man, this is so great. And he went, um, New opportunities. What do you say? New new challenges, new opportunities. I said, Jesus, I wasn't. I didn't want me to talk to Descartes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you wanted a little emotion out of it. There you go. I did. Wow. But we're all rooting for him. You know that. And he's a he's a lovely guy, man. He really uh, he, he deserves whatever he gets. I really do believe that. Tom Brennan, former Catamount Hoops coach, with us today on the Brady Farkas Show. Is he now, every wait, Tuesday? Wait, wait, okay. Wait, before you go, I know you're, I know you're hard outs and all that kind of stuff. Your radio man here. Yeah. What, what do we do? Is this it for us? Or what do we do? Oh we no, no, no. you're cut. You're cut. You're coming on every Tuesday as long as you want to come on. Oh, all right, good. Okay, okay. So yeah. So the the loss knocked us out, but it didn't knock me out. Correct. You're coming. <laughs> you're you're a staple on Tuesdays as All long right, as you want to be. So I look forward to it. you. The only thing I ask is you just keep reminding me because I do tend to I, I do tend to get a little flighty now and then. Don't worry. I'll I'll be your constant uh, calendar reminder every week. My wife called. Did you hear from Brady Fargus? No, I didn't. Well, not. that's gonna. That was I my said, today, It's today Tuesday. She I said, usually yes, text you. Uh, I usually text you on Mondays, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I screwed up, so we had to set it up this morning. So I'm glad you were still by your phone. So I'm glad we got it in. 